Well, um, we talked over the over Viber about the elections. The elections were held in on Sunday, October the second, and uh, we didn't do well at all. Um, actually, very poorly. Um, the interesting thing is was was that um, the last seven days prior to uh, the election, because of the effect of the debates, presidential debate, uh, we had a lot of attention from the people in the street. Um, they were um, really supportive, um, attending our town hall meetings, um, meeting me in the streets, taking pictures, saying they saw the other uh, candidates and they'll vote for me. And uh, we were in that sense uh, really positive in terms of what could happen. Not, not didn't expect to, to win at all, not to be even close. But I was just hoping to see a better performance than 2018 when I was in the independent. And um, that didn't happen. So I got 10%. There were six candidates in 2018. I got 10 per slightly over 10 percent, uh, and everybody was shocked because I was an independent candidate, no, no infrastructure, no uh, campaign, no money, no support of any party. This time we had a, a coalition of smaller parties, and um, even though I knew uh, there were a lot of things that happened in the past four years, last two years ago. We had a lot of turmoil within the party, and uh, there was a lot of damage done to me personally as a, as a person responsible for the party, until we cleaned up our ranks. Uh, and they um, started getting better, actually. Also at that time, one of our councilmen was accused of not, um, of causing that the popular person would be elected as mayor of Sarajevo, which was not true actually, but the leading party was uh, to blame, but they shifted the blame to, to us or onto us. And somehow that lingered in people's minds. None of, none of that uh, had nothing, uh, had anything to do with me, but somehow when you are the most visible person, you pay the price for it. Regardless, um, things were settled in the last year and a half, and um, we were going for a better uh, place. This time, however, it was really, um, it was hard to do anything meaningful, and that's why I didn't expect to win, because 11 uh, opposition parties got together behind one candidate to go against the nationalists. And it was very unpopular at all, my stand to, to join the race, but I did it because they are all coming from the same mold. They are all interested, both the nationalists and those to the opposition parties. They just want the power um, to continue the same policies as before. And I wanted to offer a much cleaner path, uh, program driven, just to show people they could be different. But more than anything, I thought I would at least bring votes to the list, our list at various other levels of the of the government, the country, the entities, cantons. And in the Republic of Subska, we also had a list and had our person as a candidate for the president and or vice president of the Republic entity, Republic of Subska. Um, what made it tougher was not only that there was a, 
one candidate representing 11 parties um, trying to be the, the nationalist. And that was the main battle. I was barely mentioned in the news as a candidate. But there was another um, roadblock, which is um, Mr. Jericho Komšić, who is currently a member of this her his third term. He was also um, uh, seen by Bosniaks as a person who is preserving Bosnia-Herzegovina with his campaign against the nationalists on the Croat side. So Bosniaks were dividing between um, beating the Bosniak nationalist and beating the Croat nationalist. Mm -hmm. And so all the votes were siphoned there. Uh, I had uh, almost non-existent pool of candidate, uh, voters, only those who basically said, we are disgusted with all of this, we, we will not even come out and vote. And those are the, the voters who would vote for me. So it was impossible to win at all or be even close to it. But I was just hoping that I would repeat the um, 2018 score or a little bit beat it so that our list can fare well. Well, that didn't happen. That was like 5%. They're still counting. There's so many uh, instances of widespread fraud. Um, and I don't know how, what they will do in the end, how they will fare. Um, everybody's stealing from everybody, especially those nationalists. And I think we might be one of the few parties that they would steal from us because we have no infrastructure to pay uh, monitors uh, to observe the elections. Uh, not claiming at all that I was even close to, to win, but just that the numbers are not really accurate, and which is uh, really important for the remaining levels of government. The race is there. And because of what happened to me at that level, that, did, that didn't translate to, to help and support at the lower levels. Uh, as necessary, and then so we performed poorly and didn't make the census of 3% of the total votes in order to have the candidates, uh, to have a, some a representative at that level of government. Um, in addition, uh, we went into, we formed a coalition about a year before the elections, uh, the people uh, didn't really get enough time to get familiar with the coalition because of the complicated uh, election law and different parties participating at different levels of government we ended up with six coalition names and platform for progress as a name and people get totally, get totally confused so sometimes they wouldn't even be able they didn't know what name we were under and so all of that combined to very poor performance so basically, the, the bad thing is that uh, we didn't, the main point was for us to um, be represented at various levels of government to be able to get the funding for the party because of that participation. And that's the major issue now, that we didn't get that and we have to worry about the financing for the another two years until the local elections. Uh, we had a meeting of the presidency of coalition uh, obviously, nobody is satisfied with the results. We are still participating in the counting, recounting of the votes at various levels. It's, it's not certain what in the end will be, but nothing will change dramatically for us. 
uh, and I started discussions at the level of coalition whether the coalition really helped us or not. And uh, I was of the mind that we need to really collapse coalition political uh, entities, so one party, uh, if those people weren't. Um, and there are two options, either for them to just merge and come into a platform for progress, or they would insist that we create another name and a third name and then uh, participate in a new party with, with more members. I'm not sure I'm in favor of that simply because that's, you, you have to take another period to build a brand name and so that is not, uh, it's not something that might be beneficial for us. Uh, we're going to have a in-person here in Sarajevo on, on Sunday an in-person meeting about five hours of the presidency platform for progress to decide what we need to do because it's obvious we need to change a lot. Um, our um, infrastructure needs to be much improved. It is obvious that elections bring uh, win people who, or parties, uh, that have a really solid infrastructure um, on the ground, meaning uh, local committees, local boards, throughout uh, the, the region where you are strong. Uh, talk to people, work with people all the time. Uh, people, so people vote for people they know, so we have to have more recognizable, rec more well-known names on our lists, and we need to develop that. Um, we need to develop the human resource policy, the funding itself, clean up our ranks, because we had people who um, were candidates participate financially, even though they all parties expect that from the candidates. Um, in addition, we had some who were really angry that they were not uh, placed higher on the list of uh, candidates and therefore decided not to participate at all. Almost like people on the inside working against you, yourself, your own party. Uh, within the coalition, um, we didn't gel as much uh, at the level of uh, membership on, on all sides and therefore there was some resistance to it and I don't even know how they voted um, at all levels uh, thus expressing their uh, displeasure simply because when you build a coalition and you do it prior to the election anyway that's what we are talking about right now the the future of the coalition and uh, how to proceed further um, it is going to be interesting meeting of the presidency um, and I was telling people before the elections, not knowing exactly what would happen, because it was really hard to read. Uh, to what extent will people believe that you have to pick one or the other um, when it comes to nationalist? Uh, and people were constantly, and this is for the last 25 years, people vote against somebody, not for something. And we were trying to change that perception, and obviously, uh, not successfully because the, both those sides have the media access and money and they were promoting that message and um, so I had no idea to what extent we would be able to to tell people please vote for the best not against somebody uh, and that didn't work out and you don't know that until the last minute until they vote they count the votes uh, so I was telling people, please, if you do really well, uh, there's no reason to uh, be arrogant, but we need to 
be humble, understand uh, we need to work hard. If the results are really bad, don't panic. We just um, roll up our sleeves, uh, learn from mistakes and keep going. And that's what we can do. Unfortunately, we ended up on the other side of the bad result, really bad result. Um, at the same time, you know, people in the streets, when they meet me, they basically say, I'm sorry that they didn't see the best and so on. They didn't understand what the best choice was. But at some point you realize, well, that's where, where this population is. Uh, my job was to offer something different. They are telling me, well, Mishad, you came 20 years early, too early in for this society. We need to go through this period. And I understand that and I appreciate it. Um, not that I think I'm 20 years ahead of their time, but I do think that this society didn't want to hear the message that uh, our um, social values, societal values are not aligned with the modern world and that we should respect, uh, we should have, really think about uh, different kind of morality for the society without corruption, nepotism, criminal, which is normal now, and uh, reward for the competence and skills and education, therefore. Um, it's hard to push that message in the sea of uh, messages regarding, oh, let's save the country, let's be the nationalists, uh, where people and their daily lives and needs are completely forgotten. So our message is not for, for this time, we need to understand that. And I'm trying to reevaluate everything I do and whether this is the best way to, to fight for your country or there may be some other ways of doing it. Anyway, yeah, it's time for reflection. Um, think about everything. Um, I'm thinking now about, um, this is something we put in, in motion about six months ago, think about an institute of some sort that would hopefully with, um, it's going to uh, relate it to or devoted to uh, digital society um, type research uh, that will be community value driven but something between the industry and academia and hopefully I see the place where UNC Charlotte to play there as well and that would be my contribution as well. I'm also, um, we just announced uh, almost like a think tank, forum of experts of Bosnia and Herzegovina, about 12 of us from various uh, aspects of, of a life of a country and economy and so on, political culture, sports, everything, and um, just uh, established it uh, formally, we have to uh, give the paperwork to the authorities to, to I'm sorry, to formally verify it. We did all the steps that lead to their verification. And uh, this is something I, I think I'm really proud of. It's a really good group of people from all ethnicities and uh, levels of skills and uh, specialties. And we will comment on, uh, on uh, daily political life as well as uh, long term, what is needed from the perspective of, of advice rather than complaining, criticizing anything, just advice uh, that's going to be available to anybody who wants to listen. And uh, so those are two efforts that I can also, uh, through which I can I can um, provide some, some value to the society.
I'll try to, uh, I was really glad, I was really happy that my son was able to be here and he voted here. Uh, it was special times. Um, I'm glad he had a chance to see in person the level of support uh, I had, we had in the streets from people. Um, but I was really sorry that um, he was here during the gloomy night when the results were coming in that were not favorable at all. But any, in any way, regardless of that, it was special to me that he was uh, able to arrange his schedule and be here, and it meant a lot to me. Anyway, um, that's about it. There are, there is one fight that we are still in, and in Republika Srpska for the presidency or vice presidency, Mr. Uh, Yusuf Arifagic. He's third of the three candidates, but uh, they're close, all close to each other, and the votes from diaspora have not been counted yet. Mm. And there's also controversy, who will count? Uh, it is amazing what's, what's happening. You find um, hundreds of votes not counted. You, you, some party or candidate has 160 votes and they put in zero. And then they admit, yeah, we put in zero. Uh, because, uh, oh, it was just um, one row below. Uh, we just made an honest mistake in, in 10,000 times like that. <coughs> the uh, Central Election Commission, Commission is uh, now asking for thousands of thousands of uh, voting places to recount, to do the recount. Unfortunately, it's the same crooks who did the first uh, <laughs> Who's watching the chicken coop? I asked to correct it. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, so I don't know how they they don't see that the ele electronic voting or at least the scanning of the ballots uh, it needs to be introduced in order to save ourselves from this drama uh, or travesty more more like it. What uh, what is amazing is this. This process of determining who has, uh, who will be on what election uh, bo election board at voting places, election committee, um, how you do it, who does the oversight, uh, blue pen, red pen for what, who reads the result, who reads the ballot, who writes it, who writes it down, who puts it down or writes it down, who observes it. Um, what if you do A, what if you do B? Uh, it's such elaborate laws, it's so costly that you think that just introducing scanning would just eliminate all of that and can pay for itself and not being able to do it year after year is amazing to me. Um, nothing against even personal manual voting, but not voting, but um, counting the votes. But those have to be an independent people, almost like foreigners who will come in and regardless of the party membership, do the right thing. But now we are in the Middle Evil, Middle Evil Ages uh, when it comes to that and the European, Europe simply just saying, well, I think this is fine, it's amazing. Uh, it's fine for us but it would be fine for them because none of those European countries within the European Union have that type of um, uh, voting in such a widespread uh, 
fraud when it comes to election fraud um, that everybody sees but are saying, well, the important thing is that we have some kind of government, almost like who steals better is more uh, better adopted or adjusted to this society. Anyway, I'm, I'm clearly uh, very disappointed, but at the same time, I don't even know, even if he made it into the government um, with one or two seats and have seats at the table, maybe being even the tip that made somebody majority or not, how would we fare within a group of people who are ruthless and will do anything in their power just to have access to public goods and the money and funds? I really don't know. So maybe it saved us from some major embarrassment down the road because it's going to happen with uh, with these governments, and it requires a really different um, generation of politicians that would be more of European Western uh, democracy style politicians who would be responsible responsive to the needs of their citizens uh, constituencies and responsible when it comes to their behavior, but um, uh, we'll see. Anyway, that's my report. Well, in a situation like this, it is so easy to second guess what you did or not, and I don't, I mean, you've got to review it some, but is there, you, you don't want to let yourself totally go down that hole either, I would assume. I mean, how... Well, yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, normally I, you do that, and I did that in, in the past several days. There were several opportunities. First of all, was it really smart to create this uh, coalition? It wasn't something that uh, we needed, the other needed it most, more than we did. But I was hoping that their membership and our membership would actually bring us more votes. Uh, that didn't pan out. There was an offer to join one party that did uh, fairly well this time and that uh, for me to give up the presidential run but be on their list somewhere and I would be and today and then so that we collectively show up as one party for the elections uh, them and us um, and I, I, if I did take that vote to our presidency and they refused it because I was given uh, place a second on the list for the national parliament instead of being the first. Uh, first almost guaranteed the entrance, uh, becoming the member of the parliament, the second was questionable. Uh, they didn't accept that and are counted against them. But I had uh, just a moral uh, issue with that because we already committed to this coalition. And um, this would require that I go back on my word and we pull out, even though publicly we announced for a year up to that point, the coalition and we are committed to this and it's a new program, a new approach and building and creating one list. And then suddenly a few days before the election, we just pull out. I didn't see myself doing it. Um, when I give my word, I, I stick to my word, even though it would have been more beneficial to us. We would be now having two, three percent, perhaps seats in various canton levels and, and maybe uh, at even federal uh, government, I mean, uh, entity federation, federation, as well as the maybe one seat at the national level. But then I, um, 
I just couldn't go back without really something good on their end for us. Um, at that time, wasn't really something that could convince any of us to go back on our awards that we gave to the coalition members, knowing that that was probably a better choice for us. Uh, so that I go back and you think about, should, is it something that we should have done or not? Um, would have would have saved us a lot of trouble with uh, creating the lists with the coalition because many more parties on the other hand but also it is probably true that because we would be a junior partner with that uh, with that party we would probably get lower seats and they would get higher seats and better chance of doing it of making it or passing them uh, into the appropriate level of government or winning those seats uh, there could probably be some dissatisfaction within our ranks as well and you never know um, Yes, when things don't go end up well, you second guess and you go back and you think about it. That that required also uh, disappointing all those people who told me, Mr. Please don't give up on your presidential run because we know uh, how things will stack up. But we have to show the third way for the future, another path. And I didn't want to. Since I already said I will, didn't want to disappoint those people. And they would say, oh, he gave up on us just for his place in the national parliament. You know what? When you are, um, when you are responsible, when you um, have your word and you stick to your word, you don't end up well in, in, in life. <laughs> when you are honest and sincere person who has some kind of values and you stick to them, in the end, those people don't, don't fare well, but I don't know what else to do. That's me. What can, I, what can I say? Well, how difficult is it, I guess, to swallow the pill? You went through it in 2018, and you go through it this time, where you have this message of change. It appears people are really eager for this change, but as you say, the mindset there is they don't vote for something, they vote against something. Is there, do you see any way to break through that in the future? I, uh, that's something we really have to grapple with. And I mentioned that to the member of the presidency and I will, of our presidency platform for progress. And I will do that on Sunday to tell them, listen, our message is something I completely believe in and we all believe in. But the question is, how do we convey that to people so that they believe as well? Or uh, they understand it when you tell them. They say, absolutely true. This, we are sick and tired of these crooks. But then there are worse crooks. Uh, there are bad crooks and worse crooks. And they vote for the bad crooks. You know? And uh, we, we, we are not... You know, when I talk about the values, people sort of understand it, but they don't know what, what it means. When I say honesty... Oh, that would be nice, but it ain't going to happen here in this place. So they want it, but they don't believe it can happen here. And to win, I have to now start talking the same like all other parties against the nationalists and for this, for our country, we are all those people who are bad people and we are the good people. Whereas we are talking about uh, reconciliation, we are talking about uh, uh, 
conversation. We are talk about the dialogue. We are talk about let's sit down and talk about it rather than we are they are all evil. We are good and people vote for you. There's a lot of populist uh, posturing here, and people fall fall for it. And we intellectually cannot do that because we don't we know that it doesn't lead anywhere. Uh, today we are in the last decade. We got worse in terms of the level of corruption. Worse. We are now third from the bottom in Europe. Only Russia and Ukraine are worse than us when it comes to corruption. The worst thing is we got worse in the last ten years. It means we are going the opposite direction, and people are still voting the same people. See, even though the nationalists lost at the presidential level, which is important as a as a as a message, but has no uh, real power. Not like uh, the president of the United States of America. But uh, the, uh, and that's where those uh, non-nationalists won, the representing 11 parties. But at all level, other levels of government, the nationalists won, the nationalists won. So when the laws are being made, depending on the level, the nationalists won. So what does that mean? No change. It's going to be more of the same. At the level of posturing, at the level of presidency, um, they're going to fight with each other and bicker with each other. And um, But at the level of uh, life-changing uh, legislative measures will remain the same. And it's hard to understand that that's exactly what people want. And, and, and there are reports in the newspaper when they go out and talk to regular people, regular, that's what they call it here, regular people, talk to people. And basically they say, I'm so glad we got rid of those nationalists. And the reporter will say, would, would tell them back, but we didn't. We didn't. They remain in power at various levels of government in some most likely scenario, unless some really strange mathematical thing happens and the opposition has a way of, to know. But people believe actually the change happened, and it didn't. It happened at the level of presidency, um, where they preserved, they call it two to one, two non-nationalists and one nationalist. But they don't understand that all the major decisions, even at that level, have to be unanimous. And it's enough one who doesn't, to have one person on the presidency, who doesn't want Bosnia-Herzegovina to do well, it ain't going to happen. But still believe, people still believe, oh, this guy is what, he's, he's Bosnia, he's a Croat, like Željko uh, Komšić. He's a Croat, and he's fighting for Bosnia, he's going to, we'll vote for him, and not for the nationalist Croat. The guy has been in power for 12 years. <laughs> this is going to be 16. We are worse than ever. What does it mean? What has it brought us? People don't think, good guys, everything is fine, I respect the person, but... His election brings us, gives the Croats, uh, gives them, gives them the right to complain about them being not represented properly in the presidency and whatever, and then they block the government completely, and then they block the formation of the government at the federation level, and the citizens uh, actually suffer. People don't see that. We are very unsophisticated. 
as a population when it comes to uh, our citizens of this country. And anyway, I, I, can, I cannot and I shouldn't complain. It, it is what it is. That's what the state of the affairs, state of mind of our population is. And uh, they elect in the government that they believe will represent their interests the, the best, and I have to respect that. My job is to offer something else. They're saying perfect, but not time for that. And I have to respect that. Overall mood by members of the platform after the election? I mean, what, still want to move forward, fight the battle? I mean... Yeah, the, the movie is, uh, is very depressed, I have to admit. Uh, people are um, still in shock that uh, we didn't do well um, somewhere. And, and Tuzla is so interesting, was so interesting, or is so interesting. We were there not on the name of coalition at the canton level, but as a platform for progress. Mm -hmm. On our lists, we had known PP, people known in Tuzla, uh, lawyers, physicians, and they didn't make the 3%. And in that city, we have two council women who have done better than any other uh, representatives of any other party on the city council. So they had experience with us in the opposition, but still working effectively to improve the lives of the citizens. And still didn't vote the, our list in the canton assembly. I didn't understand. Or maybe because that the presidential candidate, he's from Tuzla, the one that was backed by 11 parties. Perhaps they just went to vote for his party by, uh, by inertia. So there are some results that's hard to explain, unless there was a, such a level of fraud that actually you don't even that it wasn't like that, but simply because of the power of those who were counting, they changed the results. I really don't know. But that one is hard to explain. You know, there was no confusion with coalition, anything. I was at the ballot as a platform for progress. Their list at the council level was platform for progress. No confusion. Straight. You know these people? Cool. No. So there are many things that are hard to explain, but we have to... Um, Take it, take this as a face value, understand that as a will of the people, look at our processes, procedures, honestly, mistakes made, and put the right people in the right places and start now to get ready for the local elections two years from now, which are going to be again huge. So um, the mood is that people the true hardcore platform for various people are saying tough it happened but let's get up use this in the best possible way and we go from there uh, by by accident and i don't know how why it happened there were for the past five or six days every time i get into the car my phone gets connected via Bluetooth to the car radio. And it starts playing one song, this one song that I have on the, on the phone. 
and it's always and it goes to that director. There's only that song. It keeps repeating it over and over again. It's sung by two well-known Bosnian singers, and it's called uh, the table. And they were talking about the food where everybody's invited. But it, it's uh, really an amazingly insightful uh, lyrics about the state of the society. And one, the one verse says, there is no victory without defeat and without uh, honor and uh, honesty in that sense. You have to be an honorable person and a capable person who experience defeat before you can achieve a true victory. In, uh, indicating, which is what I really feel like, that those who now are celebrating victory, because I don't see that sincere honesty within them, but desire to power, for power, it's not a true victory in the end for the society, because they'll experience the same thing. And therefore, I like that verse a lot, because it's saying, uh, you have to be an honest uh, person. Um, um, I don't know what the ex English expression is, because direct translation is, um, you cannot win, win without uh, prior defeat and uh, in our language, it's clean cheek, <laughs> but that's that's just a, a analogy with somebody who has honesty and dignity and uh, sincerity, uh, and somebody you can trust. Uh, I don't know what the right word in English would be for for that. Hmm. When you, uh, it's not honor exactly. But when, when your intentions are honest, when you behave honestly, uh, when you mean what you say, when you do what you mean, when you're an honorable person. I was going to say go the assembly, you're, you're doing in November, You'll ha I, if I've got the word right, but it's the formal, that will be happening. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, now we call it Congress. It's Congress. going to be uh, reporting. It's not election Congress, but it's uh, uh, the Congress that gives a report on election and um, state of affairs. It might be that uh, we will turn that into election Congress and basically take some radical steps and say, listen, we need some new people, fresh people, and then get it and, and do that as well. So. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. We uh, there will be some big tough choices we have to make, and it will require new people. And so, this Congress is going to be toward the end of November. We'll have to um, formalize those changes and, and have the our delegates accept the changes as recommended if they elect it. And then I know you got to go. Just and and for you, I mean. You, it sounds like you will remain in the fight in some way, shape, or form. What, what that takes, it's too early to tell.
But you know, I uh, already told everybody uh, two years ago that I'm going to just uh, play this mandate on uh, a play, uh, fi uh, finish this mandate as the president of the party. And the regularly scheduled Congress in 23 uh, wouldn't be a candidate. I could technically be because we have a limit of two um, consecutive or two terms in, in the office, in office. And the first one was only a year. So I could say, well, I could finish three more years or something, but I didn't intend to. So they know that. I've, I've said that a long time ago. Um, I don't see myself at this point. I, I don't, we'll see. But I don't see myself as a candidate four years from now. I uh, certainly am not a candidate two years from now at the local elections. So I see myself more of, of an advisory role and find uh, the proper replacement, uh, uh, proper, uh, proper uh, what do you call it? Somebody who's going to be in that position after me. And I see that, and, and first perhaps uh, maybe cohesive force until that new structure takes place, and then I'm no longer needed. But I don't see <clears throat> at this point, unless something really happens uh, extraordinary, out of the ordinary, I don't see myself running again for anything. Is that tough yeah. after? The, all these years, is that a tough decision for you? I would think, I don't know. Uh, it is tough because um, I'm just sorry I didn't have a chance to be in a position to make the change that I think I'm capable of. And it, that's, that's really tough. And um, I wanted to be the presidency to, to show what I can do. I don't think that me being a member of the parliament would satisfy what I had in mind. Because you can be one of 50, one of 60, one of 70. There's so much you can do and there's so much politics and I mean, there's little you can do really as a person. I, I really had in mind something where I had the office and I can demonstrate what can be done. And therefore, I could have been easily uh, a member of the what they call here parliamentary assembly at the level of the country or parliament at the level of the entity called Federati. But it wasn't really what I what I came for, to be one of the 60, 70, 50 vo voices, and not being able to really stir things in the, in the right directions. Therefore, that was not appealing to me. In that sense, it's probably, this is probably it for me. But we'll see. Uh, life may surprise me again, as it has thus far. We'll see. We commend you, though, I mean, for all of your efforts. I know this this means so much to you. I can only imagine. So. It means, I have to tell you, it, it hurts a lot. It hurts a lot, not because I'm uh, not in a position, not that much that I'm not in a position to make a change, but that, but that uh, we were not... Um, able to convince the society that that was the right path for them. And I understand now completely that this is all functional money. And I have to tell you, it is functional money. Uh, it's hard to 
to do politics without money, and that's exactly our that was our position for the last four years. And just when you see the billboards, the number of billboards that those people, those other parties, paid, we talk about millions. I mean, some of them, the main nationalist party, I know for US standards that's nothing, but here it's huge. Million marks, uh, let's say $500,000, they paid for the billboards, just for the billboards. Forget about rest campaign, television, and so on. Our total budget was uh, 200000 KMs, $100,000, total for the whole coalition, for everything. And you don't realize how many people actually get their message of worth or who is likely to win from the billboards. They just look at them. Who has the most billboards? They have the more money. They are likely to win. It's amazing. It is amazing. We had, we had uh, in city of Sarajevo, we had one electronic billboard, you know, it would show up every two minutes for two seconds or so, for five seconds or something. So we would go there and wait for it to show up, take a picture, you know. <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's interesting and, and sad and uh, uh, eye-opening at the same time, but. Such is life. You have to learn how to deal with everything in life. So, unfortunately, learning from your mistakes is the is the worst thing to do. But we clearly made mistakes, and then, uh, there's also there's also a question of is it a mistake when you believe in certain ideals, even though that it's not time for that? Should you cut corners? And I'm not the one who cut cuts corners. But others would probably call it being naive and not prepared for this society or this way of doing politics. Uh, I would make the same choices uh, over and over again, uh, but I'm not sure about that's shared by others in the party or whatever. Right. My heart goes out to you, friend. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. it's. Uh, I know how much this meant to you. <laughs>